listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. We welcome you to a brand new week. What's going on? What's up? I feel like January is just flying. Can we talk about that? I I mean, I feel like every January is always really long. But for some reason, I think because everybody was just like basically missed half of January and now it's basically over. Yeah. I mean, we've had some of the coldest, the coldest day of in the past three years in the January. Yeah. That's weird. It snowed twice already. Mm-hmm. Like what, what's happening with the weather? Does that mean we're going to get an early summer? I don't know. I just know it's ungodly cold. Um, people are just in foul moods. I think everyone's over the winter even though it just started it's just like a hot mess it's it's a hot mess but i will say i for some reason i i just took down my christmas tree which i'm really sad about i know i'm super late to the game but i don't know i'm i'm loving january i'm actually liking the cold weather this year is that weird no i love it i love i love the seasons that we have like i I, we've talked about this i love I love, there's nothing I love more than wearing, like, my jacket, gloves, like, my Uggs. Like, I just love it. I don't know. I I guess I never realized how much I truly love winter. Like, I love summer, but I love winter, I think, just as much now. Like, there's Um, just, like, this thing about, like, this early morning crisp air. I love even drinking my coffee on the subway platform where I do like our stories every morning. Like it's such like a ritual now and it's just something so, so nice about it. I think it's just old age, honey. Oh, you think so? Like I think as we're getting older, we're appreciating the seasons more. It's like, I'm alive for another season. Thank God. (laughs) But, um, I don't know. I've I've always I've never I've always liked winter. I don't have I've never had an issue. I told you I can't fuck with spring. I hate spring. Um, yeah, like give me winter, give me fall, give me summer. I'm good. No, I mean I'm I think I'm gonna start coming around to the different seasons. Like I'm really gonna open my mind, even with spring as she comes upon us. I'm gonna just be open, and I'm not gonna say I hate it. So, I don't know. I'm just going to observe my feelings. I just wanted to point out that we're in the middle of of January. You are now taking down your Christmas decor. Coming from someone who dreaded, loathed even putting it up. Can you believe it? Like, who are you? So, I'm a little behind on everything. It (laughs) took me a while to get into the Christmas spirit. But, like, it finally hit me. And I was literally so depressed about taking it down. I was 2.5 seconds away from not taking it down. But then I'm like, you know what? If I don't do it now, I'm not going to have a chance to do it in the upcoming weeks. Mm. And it's I just feel like my apartment's just so sad. Like, I think Christmas trees need to be winter trees. What? <laughs> like, we should leave it up all winter. Like, it shouldn't just be a Christmas tree. It should be a winter tree. I can't with this conversation. Who's with me? I think some of our chatters out there will agree. Nobody. Nobody we need will. winter. It's going to be called... I'm going to rename it to a winter tree. I think you need to do a poll, and I promise you no one will agree with you. We'll see. I think I'm going to have some lovers of my new winter tree. <sighs> um. So... I need to do a little vent sesh. Okay. It's about Debbie. 
no 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 thank god dumb bitch um no so like actually i have zero i we don't even acknowledge each other i i will stop (laughs) i can't she uh who did i say this to the other day oh i well someone shall not be named anyway was over (laughs) and asked for my uh wi-fi password right and Yeah. I can't believe I've never ever disclosed this and I, I literally have it here in my notes like this is how like psychotic I am <laughs> so asked for my wi-fi password and all of a sudden was like who the fuck um names their internet pussycat <laughs> and I'm like shut the fuck up you guys she I I don't know I can't say it's her but like she has 20,000 cats so I'm gonna go ahead and say it's her she is my hero officially. No, stop, stop. Stop. It's- that's so cute. I'm gonna Laura. literally call uh Spectrum tomorrow and be like, Can I change my internet to Pussycat? That is awful. I it is the dumbest I again I can't like say for sure, but I'm gonna assume and like I didn't know because like obviously my shit's already programmed, or whatever, and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like you have that much time on your hands that you go and change your Wi-Fi, like name i i don't know i just think it's anyway so uh, sorry side note i just had a vision for our like next merch and they're gonna be sweatshirts with pussycat on it um like pussycat by lbc i no definitely not happening yes um, sorry guys so so side note since we're talking because you brought her up so the other day we um like laura and i were saying like we've gone snow so I told you, like, no one gets along with her. No one talks to her. It's not just me. So, like, whatever. <laughs> just goes to show, like, it's really her. So we were, um, like I said, we all contribute. We all help each other out with doing our sidewalks and stuff, whatever. So it was snowing. And my lovely neighbor, who it lives on the left side of her, um, he was so nice enough to come do my sidewalks. So um, then it snowed some more later on. And then like, I was like, oh, like, let me, like, it's my turn. So I went out and I did his. And I did mine or whatever. And then I was helping my other neighbor to the right of me. And um, then she was, and I was like, go inside. Don't worry about it. Like, I'll finish it up, whatever. And it's just so funny how, like, we literally, like, go around her house. <laughs> no. To do, to do, like, everybody else's shit, right? So then, like, I, I was going then across the street to the one um, over to help them because, well, they have some, like, health issues going on, whatever. So I was just like, so then me and my other neighbor, the one who did mine earlier, we went across because they have, like, a bigger bigger sidewalk than my, I do so we went over there and we were helping and it's just it's just it just goes to show like after all these years regardless like, no matter what if it's like peak season of Christmas and time of giving and all this shit like it doesn't matter she it just, she goes unbothered right like even the mailman talks shit about her who he's like <laughs> the oldest sweetest most like adorable Italian guy you'll ever meet in your life like every every Christmas I always give him a little something you know what I mean for like just because yeah. you appreciate you know and it's just like he's she's like he's like she's miserable she's always bitching she's always has something to say like and it's just it just goes to show, but I just want to put that out there. Why are we talking about her? Oh, poor Deb. I feel so bad for this woman. Like I want next time I'm over, I'm literally gonna bring her flowers. And guess what? I'm locking the door, and you're not coming inside my house. Stop! I'm gonna be like, you know what, Debbie? Like I just wanted to say hello, and I love your cobblestones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so my vent sesh. Oh, because you brought her up, and okay, so you sidetrack. So my vent sesh. So. I need to talk about, um, and I said this before, I want to be transparent with everyone, about timely fashion and responding 
um, properly and um, respectfully when you <laughs> receive an invitation. Yes. Um, we need to do like a whole episode. Yeah. On and I'm not going to like deep sea dive into this because like I said, um, after my sister gets married and uh, Laura and I definitely going to have a whole podcast on this shit. But I just need like I, it's literally bothering me. So as you guys know, I've said this here. My sister is getting married um soon right around the corner um we're having her shower soon so that's been like you know we've been planning that and then the wedding's next and you know I really give a lot of people credit for um how do I say this managing and organizing and being self-sufficient uh getting things order and getting done stuff I'm sorry in orderly fashion and a timely fashion and knowing when you have certain dates and meetings and all this stuff like I really really do commend people who do this shit all day, every day. I can be a hundred percent honest with everybody. I'm not that person. I cannot for the life of me, um, grasp my head around doing this shit all day, every day because of my anxiety. I, and I'm, it's not a, it's not a cop out. It's not like an excuse. I'm just being 100% honest with everybody. Like it gives me anxiety because for those of you who know me, know like I'm very, 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 very organized, and I am want everything to be the best that it can be. Or I'm sorry, out of my hands, I want it to be the best. Um, so like planning my sister's bachelorette party. Um, my sister had a vision. We worked together. We did it, um, and which was great because she had a lot of input in it, and I I wanted that to be fulfilled for her, right? Mm-hmm. So now like the shower, same thing. Like she has a vision. I want it to be the way. It is for her, obviously, like, it's me and my mother's responsibility to fulfill that vision for her, number one, because she's deserving of it. Number two, like, she's waiting a hot minute for this because of everything that happened during COVID. You know, she, she it's time for her to have a good time. And I, God willing, it is. But, like, I, it just, it's just, a very, it's a lot on my shoulders. You know, I've, I've bitched about it to Laura, who hears about it all the time. And thank you for, again, I can't thank you enough for always listening to me about it. Like, and, and the, what I love when I talk to Laura about it is that there's zero judgment. I never get any lip from her back. Like, she always hears me out and she's like, eh, it's okay. Like, she lets me breathe. She lets me, like, vent and, like, puts things in perspective to me because I've, as, as I've always said, Laura is, like, my light. I see things in a in a tunnel, Aww. and Laura's always like, is literally always. I lure you out of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, and and, I, and I'm I'm really, it's no, I'm not trying to like gas you up. It's like no, I'm being. Thank you. It's the truth. Like I never feel judged from Laura. Like she always makes me feel so comfortable, and I'm not going out of my mind because when I'm doing this shit, like I do, like sometimes I'm literally going out of my mind, and I mean that in a in a respectful manner. I'm not trying to like you know, paint this picture that I, I'm dreading this. I'm not. It's just, it, you know, it's what makes it more difficult. Dead ass is the people. Yes. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about the people, the, the vendors that I've been working with or the, the venue. No, I'm talking about the people that we're inviting because it's the like, guests. yeah. And, and I say, and I don't want to say guests because they're family, they're friends. To me, that's not a guest. A guest is someone that you want to be a part of your this day because you know that'll make my sisters happy you know that's a guess but when uh, that, that is a guess that's everybody no, who's invited no 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 because no what i mean by that is like because it's family like who knows my sister everybody's there who knows my sister but i'm talking about like bloodline like friends yes. she has friendships with like like stuff like that but like these people who know my sister who are part of my sister's life like i don't understand yeah, like, so they're not, like, responding in a timely manner. Yes, and not only that, it's just, 
I don't understand why we can't get dates like, you know, <laughs> ordered, why we can't write things down in our calendar or jot it down on a piece of paper. I don't understand. And listen, I understand we're in a pandemic. I'm well aware of that. I'm well aware that there's life events happening all day, every day. I get it. But if you are committed to something, to me, that's that you stand for something. Or am I making this up in my head? No, 100%. So, but I will say, I totally understand like what you're saying. And I would have to say like, probably the number one stress of my wedding was like that whole guest list. Cause it's like, cause people don't fucking respond. I don't understand. And, you know, obviously sometimes things get lost in the mail or whatever, but sometimes people just have too many things going on in their life that they don't respond. So, which really actually upsets me because if I'm taking the time to go, you're obviously a special person to me. You're being invited to this like special event. The least you can do is like have consideration for like me, I'm speaking as like you, like for me, my sister, my mother, and just like, just respond, just say yes, just say no. (laughs) You just have to like send a text message. Like, it's not that big a deal, people. But like, I don't get it. Like, I I mean, listen, part of me does get it because there was a time in my life that like, I, I was that person. But then you know what happens? Like I've lived through it and it's like, wow, I never want to be this person for other people. So what I don't understand is first for other people, obviously these people have held their own events. If you know Thank how you. stressful that is, Thank why you. would you go and be an added stress as a guest? Yep. And, 1000%. And then- And then in your response, it's just like, just be nice. Just like if, you know, like, just, just be a nice fucking person. Like, it's not that fucking hard. And it's just so deeply disappointing sometimes where it's just like, you can't expect you from other people. But sometimes I just want that. Like, I just want me from other people. Like, just show up. Like, just say something nice. Like, it's very fucking easy. But it obviously goes to show, like, at the end, like, who really does care and who doesn't and then you know obviously like who thinks of it as a priority and this is like the best what is it like filtering process of life I feel Hmm. yeah and and honestly you could that's exactly what I'm trying to get at next was that what you just said and I think it's if there's anything in this process that I've learned and again I don't want to dedicate this this is not what this episode is about it's just I needed to vent about it because I need, we've talked about it here. Like we're, ha- we're going to bring it up. We're going to talk about it. And we definitely will after the wedding. But like, I, I just don't want it to go unrecognized because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I haven't been a hundred percent myself on the podcast and I'm going to take full responsibility for that due to me being super consumed and my sister's bachelorette party. Now the shower, the wedding um, work has been a hot mess. And I have like, obviously, as you guys know, I've talked a little bit about my medical stuff going on. And I promise you all, I, I'm, I, I've been honest. I'm going to be honest about it. And I will continue to do so. So I'm not giving, bringing like 100% of me into this because my mind is literally everywhere. But like this is, especially this week, this yeah. week for me, like really was like, I just don't get it. And um, I, I and, and in particular, these are the same people who have had 
events, parties, whatever have you, uh, gatherings, what, you know, and it's just like, why are you, why, you know? And I, I just, I just feel like, and again, I, I'm really trying to be sympathetic about, you know, life situations. Yeah. Like life is happening. The pandemic, you know, there's a lot of stressors in our lives. I, you know, I, I really am trying. Cause like, you know me, I, I really true do give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, but shit on me once, like I'll let it go, but you're not shitting on me twice. And like, I'm going to say something. And again, there's a time and place for everything. Um, and I will, and if there's anything you guys know about me. I will say it to your face. I have no quorums about doing that. Um, it's just, it's just really like unnecessary. And I find it to be extremely disrespectful, not only just for me, but more for my mother, you know, and that bothers yeah. me. And, and at the end of the day, not only is it about my mom, but it's my sister. Like, this is my sister's event, um, you know, and she's been waiting a hot minute for this. And it's just like, fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I just, I can't, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Is that I can't, I won't. And, um, and is there anything this has taught me is that, like, I am not meant to do this. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, you, my sister, you guys have such um, an ease, like have such, um, and even I'll give, I'm going to give Veronica that too. Like you guys have, are, are just more comfortable and you guys do it so flawlessly that like, I really do respect it about you guys. Like I'm not that person. Um, and, and I, and I'm, I'm aware I've been aware that I've known that from the jump. Like I, I'm, and doesn't bother me. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It's just like, it's not your spiel. Like, you rather not do it. Yeah, it's not that I'd rather not. It's just, like, I find it to be... It's, like, I have to think uh, outside the box. And I'm so in my box because, like, I'm used to obtaining my sources, my information, and then writing it down and going with it. Whereas this, you have to be super creative, super... Um, you know, in depth about other, all the things that are going on because every day things are changing, you know, there's different fashions, there's different um, yeah. stuff. There's so much going on every day. So it's just like to absorb all that. And then again, we've been on hiatus because of COVID. So now I have to keep up with how it is in 2022. This shit was like <laughs> 2020 and then 2021. So we're going three years, uh, two years later. So, you know, it's a I lot. Just, yeah yeah it is and um i just feel like at the end of the day like you know it's one thing to like me whatever no big deal but you're not gonna do that to my mom and you're sure as hell not gonna do that to my sister and it's just like it's fucked up and i i don't know how people are okay with that you know and I, to me it's not okay but you know whoever's gonna be there is gonna be there i it's i i'm so looking forward to i can't wait to see the look on my sister's face like i literally honestly i, I just that is on, on dead ass like we haven't talked about it but like that's what i'm cannot wait it's gonna be beautiful yeah, I, I literally can't wait. can't wait she's gonna like love everything i feel yeah i can't wait to see the look on her face like it's just like the days for her you know that whole day is for my sister my sister only and she she deserves that and I'm just, I'm, I really can't wait to see her face that day. I really, I'm, I, I'm smiling. And again, like, it's been such an emotional journey for me doing all this. Um, and it's, it's really like triggered a lot of stuff that I didn't know were there. Um, yeah. and I think because I, I, um, being comfortable because it was on hold, you know? So I was like, Oh, I don't have to like, you know, my sister's going to still like be right down the street for me. You know, my sister's still going to be like, right around the corner and like i'm gonna see her often you know and now it's like holy fuck we're like we're one month out and it's just like this is really happening you know it's i know it's, it's so like exciting. a lot of emo yeah it's like a lot and it's just like oh my god it's happening like she's going to get married like it's 
it's it's happening it's wild like you wait like the next few weeks are gonna be like so fun and like emotional just like take it all in like literally just take it all in yeah she's um she i've been doing like more and more stuff with her recently and I, I'll be honest, and I know she listens to the podcast, and I, I, I think I've said this to her. No, I have, and I hope she, I want everyone to hear this. Like, I think I've, I, I'm speaking for myself, I've taken for granted this, this um, journey for her because of COVID, you know? Like, I was pretty yeah. much um, being selfish in that regards because it was on hold. So I'm like, no, like, you know, it's not happening. You know, like, no, no, my sister's not getting Like, she's still going to be, you know what I mean? And now that these events are like she's having me partake in and it's getting closer like we're doing things together and it's just like it it means so much more to me that like I'm doing it with her and it's like for her for her day like I don't know I don't know I I don't know if I sound stupid but I don't know how to explain it but it's just it's like this really really like this love that I have and it's just like my little I'm so proud that like my little sister's getting married you know I love it it's so cute yeah I really it, it I don't know. It's really like tugging at my heart. <laughs> like it, it really is. Yeah. Well, cause it's a, it's a lot. It's like, it's so meaningful, I think at the end of the day. And it's like, it's such a moment that it's like, you know, you, you think about it and like, you always know it's going to come, but when it's like here, it's so different. Mm. And it's like, it's such a blessing that like you get to experience it together, you know? Yeah. And sure. as for others, I mean, Listen, people, if you take anything from this podcast, take the golden rule. Do unto others as you would like done unto you. Mm-hmm. And think about what that really is. Yeah. Yeah. And especially for you, MFers who just listen to our podcast to know what's going on in me and Laura's life. Yes, this is for you too, because you are the people who I'm talking about. So <laughs> that yeah, keep listening. Cause uh you're I mean, you're not gonna get a whole lot hell out of it, like that you think you are um but keep talking because it's it's giving us great ratings and reviews so thank you thank you thank you um so that's my spiel (laughs) what about you uh nothing i mean honestly i've been like i mean this week was like a little rough i feel like i'm just like constantly regrouping myself but did i tell chatters i started a new writing page that i'm really excited about no 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 tell them all oh my gosh so you guys i started so when we were in tulum actually in the plane ride back i got i feel like i did say it because i feel like i'm like repeating it but i'm gonna repeat it again um all the girls like one of my like wishes there was to like really get my writing like out there i've been sitting on it for like years now and all of the girls, like, do you guys, like, really encourage me? They're like, just do it. Just do it. So, like, one random day, I started a new IG page. Um, go ahead and follow Things They Never Told You. And it's literally, it's become my, like, little journal session. And, like, every day I just go on and I write my thoughts and I share it. And I feel so humbled, of like, with the responses I'm getting, like, some guy like apologized to his girlfriend like using like different threads on the page like it's wild like how people are sharing it like it's beautiful to watch and I don't know it just brings me such like ease of mind in the morning it's like I do my writing and then I do like IG story for lunchbox chats and like that's kind of just like my thing and I love it and I feel like that's what this year is about for me just being completely like open and creative 
and uh, getting my shit out there, like showing up, embodiment. Did I tell you that's my new word of the year? It's not stunning. I mean, stunning is just my word of life, but my word of the year is embodiment. Okay. And it's about like living in the action of my dreams and not just thinking about it, but actually like being in it and bringing them to life. So that's, that's it. I mean, that's big, but I'm excited. Yeah, no, you definitely didn't talk about it. I mean, you talked about Tulum and what you did, but you didn't, like, execute it now. Yes, and I'm telling you, that <clears throat> Tulum trip literally was life-changing. Like, <laughs> no, it really was. Like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at when we were hitting each other with this, or not each other, we're hitting ourselves with this stick. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Listen, was those fucking sticks work. Cause they fucking did something to my soul. <laughs> That's like, all. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm no means. I'm not. I apologize. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just thinking of us in that fucking thing. How we're freaking out, and that thing was like. Uh, I. I will go back tomorrow. That trip. I will say it again. Like it did some. It like you know you take these like trips and they're fun, but then you take trips that like do something to your soul. Like this trip did something to my soul. It was. It was almost like, I think I will look back on this trip and it will kind of be like a before and after, like before Tulum, after Tulum. It's oh, like wow. one of those moments in my life. Okay. I can't even put into words yet what this trip did for me, but it was like on a soul level change. Oh, good. No, I just, no, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. I just, I'm just thinking of us. Like, can you imagine if I schedule that shit at night? No, Essie, we would have, me and you would have fucking died in that little hut. Like, I, we would have I mean, died. I mean, I fucking died anyway. Everyone <laughs> thought it was just me when you were was also dying. But like, <laughs> I just, I really like now I'm thinking about like, I can't, I'm so, I don't know what possessed <laughs> me to, to fucking schedule in the middle of the afternoon. Thank God I did. Okay, but that was, that was the angels. I, I would, I would have. when she went to go put the second blanket and we're oh, both I, like, I, nope, I, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what was um, her name maria santa maria no maria luisa Le- maybe how do we first she was literally like our shaman and we forget her name i don't know but anyway I, i'm sorry i i wasn't trying to i just i forgot all about it until you brought that up and i'm like oh my god i, I that's how sd was dying it was in a hut in tulum but then it's almost like you died but then like you came back to life in a yeah. different way yeah like, no, we was- survived the hut <laughs> <laughs> and also just like lying down as she's like throwing water all over my body and i'm just like who does this like who comes to the loom and does this willingly like i i don't know oh my, would you do it again if we go though i would like in a heartbeat i think obviously during the day i um during the day only uh, yeah, during, during the day yeah you know i i have to think about it yeah I it's, think if I was in the lot. same uh, mindset I was then, maybe. But I think I'm—I don't know. I, I think I think I'm I'm in a better space. But like, it really depends on when we go, uh, when we go, and if I if I if I need that for my soul again. Because that was like it wasn't life changing. That was literally like soul changing. Yeah, like that little hut, like those branches, the honey, the honey, the honey, like the water. The steam, I, I don't know. The everything. You know, like I'm pretty sure the places I sweat out of are still mad at me <laughs> because, like, they're like, 
in 30 something years you've never sweat here and now you're sweating like it was just it was it was interesting just yeah it's life-changing you guys yeah um anyway yeah hot topic so there's so much going on obviously what everyone and their mother has been talking about this past week so we're a little late to the game only because when this airs but mgk and megan fox got engaged under a banyan tree what do you think of the ring we didn't talk about this okay so i literally cried like watching so of course obviously like lbc i saw it on lbc first you posted it Mm-hmm. And I freaked out. So I went to like go watch the video. I cried. Like I loved it. Like I love them so much. Mm. You don't? I love the ring. Did you see the ring is so symbolic? I so- love the ring. I love the ring. I'm 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 not surprised that this is the ring, but I didn't I didn't know that that ring could like signify that for them, but I get it. Like, you know, does that make I don't know if that made any sense. Totally. Like, so if you guys didn't see the ring, go we'll probably post it on LBC uh Instagram. But MGK was so and this is what I love. Like, yeah, he's this like weird fucking dude, but he's so thoughtful and intentional. And I think it just says so much about their relationship that he took his birthstone, her birthstone, which is a diamond and an emerald, and he put it in on like two wings that come together that form a heart, which symbolizes their love. I I was. I shook. mean, hello. Yeah. No, that was. I was. I gave that to. I was very creative, and I think Beautiful. to her that probably meant m- more than anything. And I love that she like got down on her knees with him, and it's just like it was just beautiful. And then they drank each other's blood. Like that's, yes, yeah, that's where I was like, okay, that's enough. The blood no. thing needs to stop, you guys. Like I love that they like say shit like that. It's okay. my favorite. Like okay. yeah, I wish Thomas would be like, I want to drink your blood. <laughs> oh okay. If Thomas were to ever come up to me and be like, I want to drink your blood, I think like I'd die and go to heaven. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, that will never happen. That'll never happen. No. Yeah, you're right. Never. You wouldn't want to drink somebody's blood? No, Laura, I don't want to drink anyone's blood. We're in COVID time. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, but like the love of your life? No. I w- but I wonder what, like, what does that symbolize for them? Like, they just have go and have sex? More, more, or more, I want to ask you, what the fuck does that symbolize for you? Why do you want to drink Thomas's blood? Because it's like, I would want to be as one with him as possible. So drinking his blood does that for you? Yeah. It's like unification at its finest. All right, guys. Well, you heard it here first. (laughs) And people are going to call 911 on me. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I I don't know what to say after that. Are we done with the episode? Are we done? We're done. We're done. Oh, Until my. next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Anyway. Uh. So I was shook of of this divorce. I. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I kind of forgot about him. Oh my god. I'm actually really sad about this because I feel like this was the one relationship that I'm just like, wow, they're gonna be together forever, and it just goes to show nothing is forever, people. Oh no, absolutely, There's nothing is forever. Let's make that very clear. Nothing is forever. Um, we're talking about Jason Momoa and uh, Lisa. What's how do you say? Bonet. Bonet. They they have five kids together or four. 
Oh, I don't know. We have to I, fact check that. It's it's a lot. And they've been together for like ever. 16 since be- years. Yeah, since like high school, whatever. I, I real. I, I again, I did forget about him only because his movie has been come and go. So I can't believe this. But I mean, hey, shit happens, you guys. People fall in love. Things don't work out. It is what it is. But, you know, they're, they're being respectful. They're um, doing this cordially in the best manner for the kids. So yeah, whatever, whatever happens, happens, you know? I'm shocked. I feel like they definitely drank each other's blood. And I'm just, I can't believe it's over. Like, who are they going to move on to next? Like, when you experience such, like, a deep love, like, do you get to experience that again? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be, like, interesting. Because I feel like they're definitely one of those, like, Hollywood couples that have always been, like, oh, my God. Like, they're such a great, they're such great people together. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, what what happens next i think you know to answer your question in my opinion i think you could have multiple loves in your life but deep love you can have multiple loves but can you experience like like you know that deep 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 bonding of love like it do you think that's possible with like more than one person i think so i think that it's funny because we were having this conversation before we came on here. I think um, in certain stages of your life, you go through these, not phases, just just go through life, right? Yeah. And whoever is alongside of you for that period of time, length of time, however have you, whether it be a love, acquaintance, um, a fling, have you, a situationship, whatever, they're there for a reason. And then when you have these like deep connections with people and you know, sometimes they last, sometimes they don't. And then I think it opens the door for other loves to come in your life and you have another connection. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting because I feel like as we get older, I feel like, and I don't know if you feel this way, but the love I'm able to feel gets stronger. And I think that has to do with like the level, the relationship I have with myself. Like, as I get older, I know how to, like, experience more love. Does that make sense? A hundred percent, honey, because that's a reflection of you, of yourself, and the work that you're putting into it. Yeah, like, I sometimes think, like, damn, I wish I could just see my 20-year-old self and just be, like, just love yourself. Like, fuck all these fuck boys. Like, just go love yourself, yeah, you know? And absolutely. It's, it, that's, like, the one great among the many, like, the one, like, greatest things about getting older. It's, like, you have this, like deep level of like emotional experience like not only with yourself but with other people and I think you you get more vulnerable as you get older but in a good way mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah. but it's gonna be interesting to see like well how they move on mm-hmm. absolutely um uh, let's talk about somebody who's on my shit list right now oh and god forgive me the catholic girl in me is like how could you say this but can we talk about pope francis for a second let's do it so he came out he's been coming out a lot saying a lot of different shit lately and he basically came out and criticized people who choose to have pets over having children fuck off and i'm just like listen as a Catholic Pope, do I understand where you're coming from? Because the expansion of family, yes. But as a Catholic Pope, you are the head and you're supposed to show non-judgment. Aren't you breaking one of the commandments? Right. Like, I don't understand. Like, some people choose pets, obviously, because pets are fucking amazing. 
and they don't want children and like who are you to make anybody wrong for anything right it's because he doesn't have a Rocco or new in his life exactly he doesn't understand the level of he doesn't understand that pets can be children exactly and that they have their own sacred energy and he's completely dismissing them and it just made me so fucking angry right and don't judge me for my love for new yeah and don't judge me for my decisions right like if you want to get more people to convert to catholicism this is not the shit you should be saying absolutely over him bye Bye. Uh, what's going on with our friend Kanye? <clears throat> okay, so he's on one lately. So as we've reported here, he's moved on to his new boo, Julia. Yeah. Um. So they've been gallivanting all over, sh- being shown off photo shoots, all this shit. But more importantly, he just dropped a song. Mm. It's featuring the game. Do you remember the game? My God, I feel like I do. Yeah, That's like throwback. Yeah, so that just says a lot. So I'm like, okay, wow. He's been in like MIA for a hot minute. So now he brings him back. Now, for those of you who know me know, I love Kanye West old version. Like if you go back to his like old albums, that's the Kanye West that I miss and love. This song is it, you guys. So in saying that though, I must say, he talks some shit about how he's going to beat Pete Davidson's ass. Shit. Um, talk shit about his kids, how they're spoiled. Uh, talk shit about Kim, how he's like, how he only gets them for a couple hours a day. And then he goes back, they go back to his mom's house and can do whatever the fuck they want there, but not at his house. Like, he talks Shoot. about it all. And I, like, yes, he talks about it all. And I think, like, do I think he's coming from a place of like, let me capitalize on what's going on right now? 1000% because he's a creative genius. Mm-hmm. But I also think he's coming from a place where it's like, this is my feelings. This is what I'm going through right now. And yeah, I just had, I have four kids with my ex-wife. Like it's, I'm going to talk about it. And that's what I love because if you guys know the old him and his old music, that's what he talked about. Like he talked about his car accident. He talked about how his mom passed away under the, under the knife he talked about growing up piss ass poor he talked about the drugs he talked like that's all the stuff that he that's what he grew up and like that's what his experience is so like that's why i'm like oh my god are we finally getting him back yeah i can so appreciate that and i love that he's bringing that level of realness back to music because let's be honest music has fucking lost that like it's all about the next like B or the next fucking bing bong bang bong whatever the fuck people are saying now. Bing bong. Like <laughs> there's no I just can't. I can't Laura I'm was done. so pissed off the other day. Like what the fuck is a bing bong? Like I can't. Like I'm just so happy. I and I hope this becomes a trend where people are just like speaking to what's happening in their lives again and not just on to like the next fucking hit. I love this. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, it's a really good song. Um, again, if you're into the old version of it, it's a really good song. I love this for him. I love this for his future. He's uh he talks about the new girl. Um, so you know, yes, are they out still taking photo shoots of their rela- of their dates? Yeah, I mean it's working for them. Why not? Um, Kim's still doing her thing with Pete. We don't know how long both of these relationships are gonna last, but it's happening. It's what we're we're they're staying relevant. Um but I do just want to say, too, like, in the same breath that, like, he's also going through it. So yeah. I there I posted on – I didn't do it on, on our Facebook page, but I did do it on the Instagram page. 
So, like, apparently him and Kim are not on the same page at the moment. Uh, Kim threw a birthday party for Chicago and didn't tell Kanye about it. Um, mm-hmm. So the video is him driving around uh, because Travis Scott gave him the address to where the birthday party was. Um, so he's driving around talking like poorly, like, you know, what the fuck? Like, there's no le- like, this is not even like a legal thing. Like, you know, talking about Kim, like pretty much puts her on blast. Like, this is my daughter. Like, no matter what, like you've moved on, I moved on. Like, this, like I want to be a part of it, whatever. So he gets to the place. Then you see pictures of him and Chris and only Chris Jenner. And then he records a video of him leaving the party. He wasn't there long. So I don't know if he got asked to leave. I, I, there, I, he didn't say that. He just was like, you know, I just want to say like that I was there. Thank you for that. Blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, we need to like see how we can work on this as adults. And it's like all on our Instagram. But like, I, I was like, where is this coming from? But then it, it clicked to me like, you guys are pretty like you guys, meaning him and Julia, are posting like all these pictures of you guys together. So maybe this is like the new content. He's just gonna be posting like what's going on in his life now. I kind of love it. Yeah, and no, me too. Because because he's been so private over yep. the last like this whole relationship with Kimberly. Like he's been just so private and like just a c- completely different version of Kanye. But I feel like this is the Kanye we know and love. And I feel like he's he's coming back to like his true self in a way, you know, yeah. like very like Gemini. Yeah. But I'm I'm surprised. Obviously, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But I would have thought that Kimberly. I don't know. Why I'm calling her Kimberly tonight, but that's what I'm going with. I would think that like she would not be like that. Like yeah. she would she would tell him, especially you know she comes from a home of divorced parents, and like her parents were amicable, and it looked like they were part of each other's lives despite everything that happened. And I don't know, just not what I would expect. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, but I I, I don't know. Stay tuned is what yeah. I have to say. But um, I, if it's okay with you, I'd just like to pivot right into our meet if that's cool. Let's do it. So I figured we leave off with Kanye because we've obviously seen his struggles with mental health and like how sometimes he could be super manic. And then like, you know, then he's like truly um, pretty vocal about stuff that he's feeling like he has like these Twitter things and going off. And now we're seeing the videos of him. So like to me, that's like all about mental health. And we've talked about that here. Oh, Laura, here's a plug. So you can put our lovely little sponsorship here. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about uh, Laura and I've talked about it here on the podcast about our struggles with that stuff, whatever. But like, there's something that has been coming up for me a lot in therapy. um, And I've and uh, two things I should say have been coming up. And one in particular is new for me that I that came to across uh, conversation. And I wanted to talk about it here on the podcast. And I talked about it with Laura and she's like open to it. So here we go. So the two things I wanted to talk about, number one is trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. And the other one is love bombing. Love. <clears throat> so should go ahead and be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? So hear me out. The definition of trauma bonding as per uh, dictionary <laughs> and Google is um, it's the attachment, the attachment an abused person feels for their abuser, specifically in a relationship with um, a pattern of abuse. So it's pretty much created due to a cycle of of abuse, but with positive reinforcement. And if that doesn't sound fucked up, I don't know what does. So pretty much like after each time, like you're getting abused and this is not like, I mean, it can be physical, it could be mental, it could be 
uh, emotional, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. It's pretty much after each time that, that you're getting abused, the abuser professes their undying love for you. They, they say, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never, that wasn't me. I didn't mean to do that. I wasn't in the right, right state. Like this happened to me earlier in the day. And you know, you're just getting the wrath of it. It's like, it's just like sick, really. Wow. Um, so, and, the, and they just try to make, um, and then they just try to make you feel like safe and needed. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's not what I meant. You know what I mean? Like, come back. Like, I, I will never do that again. Uh, you know, like they'll hug you. They'll like kiss you. They'll like, you know, just, they'll just like say like, I'm going to change all this shit, whatever. But like, in, in really in reality, you're so like all your endorphins are flying. Like all these things are going through your, your body because they just like came at you for some reason. And then like later on they're apologetic. And then that, then that surfaces. Right. So then you go through, it could be weeks. It could be months. It could be fucking like six months down the road, eight months, maybe even a year, but that pattern comes up again. Right. So it's like, mm. Oh, I just, I just bugged out on you again. And like, whether again, and trigger warning here, like, uh, uh, you know, for those of you who don't want to hear this, but we're going to get a little deep here. So it could be like physical, mental, uh, emotional, verbal, like they'll attack you in those mannerisms and then quickly collect themselves and be like, I love you. I would never do that to you. Um, I didn't mean to do that. Like that wasn't me. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling great that day. Like, you know, this happened at work or I just got into an argument with my, my, my mother or, you know, um, so, and so, I, I, I so they never, a... they never take like true accountability. Right, right, right. Or yeah, exactly. Or like, I just got a flat tire or my car needs to go in the shop, like dumb shit like that. They make excuses, but yet never take accountability. Oh, oh my God. This is like giving me like the heebie jeebies. So like, to me, to me, kind of like Kanye, right? So we've in the past we've seen Kanye go on Twitter rants talking mad shit. Yeah. Mad shit, right? Totally. Then the shit like goes silent. He goes soft for a little bit. We don't hear about it. Then True. we're like, oh, he he, you know, he's seeing a therapist or getting a med adjustment. And then a couple months later, shit happens again. Bam. But in those, if you, if you guys remember, and I, I, I'm sure if you guys go back on our old episodes, we've reported here how he took uh, Kim to fucking Paris and like sold out some fucking venue and like they had a date night again. Yes. You, do you remember that shit? Yes. Then he'll like take her to a fucking concert and like just have her like, and they have like a performer just for her. Like, there's these extravagant things that keep kind of, like, complementary to forget really what just happened. Mm. So it's just, like, to me, I just feel like, wow. That, so that came up for, for me in therapy, and I'm going to be very transparent. So I had to really, really do, like, a deep, deep dive in my past and kind of come to the terms with shit that I've been through and really kind of... Number one, take accountability for my surroundings, for me even allowing that type of behavior to have happened, but then also accept it because not knowing then what I know now, I allowed that behavior to happen because I didn't know any better. I wasn't educated. I wasn't, I didn't know um, 
that at the time that 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 those things can then happen but like because of the repeated behavior that or pattern behavior whatever you want to call it that happened in such a long and for me I, I can't i'll speak for myself that happened like long periods of time it was never weeks it was right. like months later wow wait so is the love bombing the extravagant gifts no love yeah we'll get to that but this oh. is the trauma bonding okay so that the yeah, we'll get to that one next but the trauma bonding was just like holy fuck like i i, I i've heard of it i knew about it obviously for what i do but like i i didn't know that like that was me like that happened to me in my past and like the fact of the matter is is that like you have this attachment to like this attachment that's just like Oh, and I didn't know the attachment, I guess I could say. Like, I didn't know that that was a thing. And now that I know it's a thing, I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, how crazy is that? So let me ask you. So the trauma bonding, the actual word. Mm -hmm. So the person, I I don't want to say like victim, but like, for lack of a better word, like Mm -hmm. the victim in this situation, is she relating or he relating, or are they them relating to mm. their abuser as a past traumatic experience that they've experienced? Like, do are they just like reliving maybe a childhood experience that they've experienced with their mother or father? Right. Yes. Thank you for making that very clear. So it doesn't have to be in relationship statics. Be a brother or sister. It could be a father okay. figure, a mother figure. It could be, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I made that clear in the beginning. Thank you for clarifying that. So it's yeah. any, it could happen with anybody. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody. And it could be multiple people, but that's the point Ooh. because what I said earlier, I don't know if you guys remember, I said the, um, the positive reinforcement, right? Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I was like, when my therapist said that I'm like, holy fucking shit, because how many times have we gotten scolded by our parents? And oh my God, we, and then all of this, I'll, I'm sorry, I'll speak for myself, not how many times I'll speak for myself. And then like shortly thereafter, like, my favorite dish of food for dinner was made, or I was given like, I was bought something like, I, I could speak, I could say that. And, and yeah. I'm just using that as an example, like, I, I could speak for that. But like, even in my relationships, like what I'm just like, we're getting an argument, something's happening. And then like the repeated cycle, what I now know then, holy fuck, that was trauma bonding. Wow. I've been the trauma bonder. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can like, when you're speaking into this, I can see how in my past relationships, like I have been the person who has like given all the shit, put all the blame, like blah, 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 blah. And then felt like later on has gone back and said, Oh my God, that wasn't me. I was having a bad day. And then I would like make dinner or buy extravagant gifts or kind of just like, you know, try to like sugarcoat the entire Mm. situation without taking any accountability for what I did. Yeah. Uh, It was kind of just, it was an external thing that made me react this way. And I would never hurt you. I'm so sorry. I would never, I'll never do it again to just do it again. Right. Exactly. And, oh, and, and like, let's, 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 it's very clear. I too have been that person. Um, but I, but what, why this was brought up in my session is because of the trauma bonding I experienced. So therefore I'm repeating what was happened to me because I never acknowledged it. I never processed it. I never fully knew what was happening. And I would, therefore I was doing the same type of thing in my other relationships or my, my friendships, my, you know, 
whatever any other relate not just by relationship my past relationship. you know what i mean like i think i mean like in one of my relationships in present life i think i'm trauma bonding and okay. i think you know which relationship that is i just got yep. like very present to that yeah yeah i know exactly what Shit. you're talking yeah dang crazy right yeah totally crazy because you don't even know what's happening no and that's just it and i and i was just like oh my god like i, I of course i do this for work and i i never put it like like oh, that. Esther, you fit in that category you know until like she told me that and Shit. i and I, and I really needed that really because of i needed to take accountability i needed to hear that i needed to like know that i had to take accountability so therefore now i stopped doing that because i'm like what the fuck yo like I Wait, how know. do you stop by by realizing the pattern and accepting who you're being in the relationship? That yes, and in therapy, I gotta figure. You know, gotta work through that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because me, I'm just like, oh, pretty gift, <laughs> and then I like completely forget everything that's ever happened. Wow, this is fucked up. Oh, you forget like as and just keep it moving like it never did happen. It's just like, oh, it's not that important anymore. Because oh, wow. now that because now this happens and it's now the situation's better until the next fucking like thing. And it's like, oh, my God, it's happening again. And then the cycle of nice gift or positive reinforcement. Holy right. shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. OK, great. Glad you're listening to this because next is love bombing. So that's where she brought this in. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is really fucked up. And you and I both know certain people who are literally fit this description so hear me out love bombing you guys is characterized by excessive attention admiration and affection with the goal to make the recipient feel dependent and obligated to that person if that like when when she said those words to me i like my skin crawled because it's those and i'll speak for myself those words are so powerful and so poignant that i'm just like as soon as she said those words i i I, one person came to my head and then i kept thinking more of the people but the it's just sickening it's sickening and let me elaborate so as the recipient love bombing feels really good because the boost of dopamine and the endorphins you receive you feel good you know like you feel special you feel needed loved valuable worthy but they shower you with attention, love, and gifts. So instead of giving you those feelings, they're just showering you. So that's what my therapist was telling me. Like, there's one way you can feel loved, but then they show you love. So the meaning they're just, they're just like, how do, how do, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm choking. The feelings aren't authentic, basically. Pretty much. It's like it's like a superficial showering of gifts. Right, because they're speaking all the game to you and but it but there's no attachment to it. They're just literally lying to you. But and you're receiving it and you're taking it all in and they're complimenting it with a trip to I don't fucking know, like I don't know, I don't know, make up a Hawaii. You know what I mean? Like yeah. okay, so you say you love me and now you're getting me a trip to Hawaii. Wait, so does the love bomber, the one who's doing it, are they consciously aware of what they're doing? 1000%. They know they're doing this. Wait, they do it on purpose? They're doing it on purpose. To gain control. Right. Uh, Thank you. I'm getting there. So not only is it a form of emotional abuse, 
but it's a symptom of narcissistic personality disorder, a.k.a. controlling. Holy shit. So they're giving you extravagant gifts, obsessive flattery, constant complimentary, uh, like complimentary. It could be phone calls, texting, acknowledgement. It's constant, right? And they're always expecting a prompt reply. So think about it, Laura, because we could talk. We, we both know this one person. So think about it. As soon as you say something to them, they're waiting for you to say something in return. And God forbid you don't say it in return to their to how fast they want it to do. They're holding on to that. In, I mean, wow. Yeah, sick. To Six, use it to use it against you. To use it against you, right? And and they're gonna and they're and what she said was that they're gonna store it away, and they're not done because they continue because that's what the nar- true narcissistic does. They're gonna continue, so they're gonna continue until they get what they want, aka the controlling. Wow. So, okay. So I want to make this distinction because when you like brought up this like love bombing, I'm like I've definitely like love bombed before, like. <laughs> I've given like all these like, you know, text messages, love, trips, like all this shit, like so much all at once. Like when Mm -hmm. I go in, I go in. But when you said they're very aware of what they're doing, I think there's like a distinction of like love bombing and just like attachment style. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So like a love bomber is consciously aware of what they are doing and they will hold like um like car like the cards in their hands to mm-hmm. use at a later time right do people really do this yes it's it's disturbing this is it's, fucked yeah it's so and I i'm never, not a love bomber <laughs> i never was aware of it i never heard about it because we were talking about trauma bonding and then she brought up the love i'm like what are you talking about and she brought it up and i literally I got sick to my stomach. Because, I know a love bomber for yeah, sure. Yeah, same. Who is also a trauma bonder. Can <clears throat> they be one in the same? And she said that too. She's like, sometimes they're so disturbed that they're, yes. both, they're both. I know a person who is both a love bomber and a trauma trauma bonder. And I am in this relationship so with like, this person. So she, she it's also not my, it's not my husband just fyi chatter so <laughs> please don't fucking go there uh she also mentioned um how do i say it? so she was saying how the love bomber will demand your attention and oh. time and they'll yes. try to isolate you from your family and friends so yes when, and, and i love when she said try to do that because she said that they do it in such a nonchalant way <gasps> that you don't even recognize that it's happening until I mean, I'm sorry that you don't recognize this happening, period, because you don't. You're so in it. And like that they become they become angry inside. They won't let you see it, but they'll make you feel guilty. Holy shit. And I'm telling you, Laura, that session to me really because I, 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 I'm again, it just really made me nauseous because I'm just like holy fuck. Like it was it, it really like it really resonated for me because it's just like I didn't know how like disturbed this can get. And it, and that's why she's like, it's abuse. And I'm like, 100% it's abuse. It doesn't always have to be physical. Like this is disgusting, right? Mental, mental and emotional abuse is <clears throat> on next level because it's like sometimes you don't even know what's fucking happening to you. Yeah. And like <sighs> physical abuse is awful. 
but there are like physical signs like you know you're getting physically abused like you might disassociate it from it but Mm -hmm. you know there's like physical trauma to your body sometimes but emotional and mental abuse like some people are in it and they don't even fucking know it and Mm -hmm. that's scary yeah because like it's they they want they're complimenting you they're showering with you with like affection they're trying to persuade you to make some type of commitment or decision and it's like you feel so comfortable because this is all you know right but in reality they're literally it's it's they're underlining you it's like part of their manipulation and it's like oh my when she was saying all i was just like wow so I actually did some more research afterwards because she sometimes she sends me homework and she did. And um, I did some more research and I, I I have to bring this in my next session. And I wanted to share with you guys here because, again, like I, I really like I wanted to talk about it. And I and thank you again, Laura, for being so like open to this. Like so she there were some examples that she wanted me to find. And I have a couple here that I was just like sick. Like, so they're they're not gonna say it directly in this way, but they're pretty much will say, like, here's an example. It's like, I wanna spoil you. Mm-hmm. Um, like aka, if your partner buys you an excessive gift in a short amount of time. So what that means is like in a short period of time, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be an anniversary, but say if it is an anniversary and like uh like a couple weeks later or a month later, they give you something else. It's not because of this, uh, just because, uh, it's not just because gift. Mm, it's a gift with an expectation. Exactly. And so I love bombing. Like if you can really like, if you don't know if you've been loved bombed, love you, bombed, you have no you can, idea, but you can kind of look back to your early relationship and right. see, Hey, how did this person come in like full force, you know? So right. if this person, if at the beginning of the relationship, like they're like two weeks in, they're telling you, I love you. You're like my queen. We're going to get married. We're going on trips, buying you like all this shit. Like that's a love bomb. Yes. And you might not even know it. Like, so if you guys, if, if any of this is like triggering any of you guys, like for real, please do research on this stuff and really let it process and sit with it. And Laura and I both encourage you guys to go like seek like therapy or obviously more of, uh, more than what her and I can offer you right now, because like, this is no joke. Like, and a lot, and, and my therapist also told me that like a lot of these individuals who are wrapped up in this sometimes are so distorted and so like subject to be vulnerable that like they don't know anything else so say if you are lucky enough to get out of this you are not going to be okay afterwards because you need to like you're so you're so torn like they literally just lied to you your entire relationship to gain something i will say so i know exactly what you mean because when the love bomber i'm speaking and i don't even know if i've been love bombed but i think i have like when the love bomber uses their attention as a tool of manipulation when they're not like texting you or calling you you automatically think like what the fuck is happening it gives you anxiety yeah yeah. and it's like it takes a while to like come back from that or like maybe they're not like calling or reaching out or like you know you're getting in trouble and you might think like what did i do wrong versus you did nothing wrong like everything's okay exactly exactly oh my god so if you're getting triggered by this conversation there's a reason why you're getting triggered people yeah 100 percent. yeah and so there's just like a couple more that was said too like there's one that says like it's you and me forever right 
like Oof. they will say that to you or like we are meant for each other um is another thing and like what it also says is be cautious of the things that you feel really intense about so if you feel like this is a relationship is intense or it's happening fast or even if it may be going slow it's because it, you're doing it on their terms so there's a reason why it's either going super fast or super slow because again at the end of the day they have control of the relationship wow and this one this one really i, I save this to the last because this is where my stomach like ugh. so it says i like to check in on you because i get worried i cannot tell you how many times i've heard this I like to check in on you because I get worried. Well, what if that person really is, is worried and they're checking in? Right. A hundred percent. It could be authentic. Or if you're any of these things that we discuss and you're in it, it's not because they really care. It's because they want to control you. Exactly. Ooh. See, and again, like you guys, like this is why we always say like seek therapeutic help. If you are, if this does trigger you, because some of these things, there's like such a fine line to them. But if you are, if there's like any question in your mind whatsoever, like go do work on yourself. Uh, We've been saying that from the jump. And I will leave you with this last quote that um, I found in this. So the article, the part of this article was saying, why is love bombing so dangerous? So I read, I was reading this article and I underlined it because I wanted to share it here. So it says, once the targeted person becomes hooked on the love bomber, the love bomber has not only gained control over the partner's mind and heart, they have also had their ego boosted. Mm. So they may hurl insults at you. They may make disparaging remarks at you. They <sighs> may even gaslight you. Yes. But at the end of the day, the cause of their partner is to feel invalidate, invalidated and devalued. So they gain control. You guys, I read this. My like my skin crawled. My I. I felt nauseous. I was like, hold, I had to go drink some water because I know a certain relationship right now of this. And it's like disgusting. My God, this makes me so sad. Like it honestly, it also makes me sad for the love bomber because there's just so much more to life that they can't even see because they're just so stuck in that control. And that's, a form of attachment in itself. So like both sides are not free to like be authentic and like actually experience love, you know? Mm. And it just like, I don't know. It's just heartbreaking on both accounts. Like nobody, I hate that anybody would ever feel devalued in any kind of relationship. Yeah. No one deserves that. Although I do definitely feel devalued in one of my relationships and this is brought to life a lot. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. And listen, like, it's fucking hard, like, to get out of these relationships, especially because, like, you know, you're also living some kind of pattern out, right? And it's hard for you, or I can speak for myself, it's hard for me to sometimes get out of a pattern that I've been in for 34 years of life. But there comes a point where you have to, like, realize, like, is this the best thing I'm doing for myself? Like, and the answer is always, like, no. And that's how you know, like, it's, I hope everybody has supportive people in their life and that they're open enough to, like, listen or have people support them. And if you need some support, you can always reach out to us, you guys. We're here to definitely support you in all of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Wow. Thank you for talking about this. Ed. This is like eye opening. No, thank you. No, thank you for allowing me to talk about it. I, I, I listen, any little tips and tricks I, I, I gain, I definitely want to share with you guys. Um, and again, it's, this is all coming from a place of safe space. Like I just want to, you know, as much as I'm uh, receiving, I want to also like put out there too, because like, if I could help anybody else, like, why not? Yeah. I feel like the point of life, I mean, I, I can like speak for myself. Like, I feel like I've suffered in like different ways that if I can just bring, if I can just make one person suffer less through my experience, then like that's life is worth it, you know? 100%, yeah. So, wow. Like love bombing versus trauma bonding. We'll definitely have more of this on our Instagram. Yes, for sure. Uh, you have to definitely put those definitions up for sure. Oh yeah. For no problem. Yeah. I say, what are you grateful for this week? Um, without a doubt, I'm grateful for you. Oh, I love you. I love you too, for real. Um, I, I, I don't, I, like I said this to you many times and I need to really work more on this, uh, more diligently, I should say, like, I don't say that enough, but for real, thanks, Laura. Like, I don't know where I'd be like right now and this, like where I'm at right now, if it wasn't for you, like keeping me, um, on track. Cause like I said, like that tunnel, sometimes I get, it gets dark sometimes, you know, and I, I'm super hard on myself and I don't know. I, I, I need to figure out why I get so hard on myself sometimes, but you, you always, always, always help me tell me like, there is that light. I know there's that light. And because of you, I now know there is a light. Cause sometimes I'm just like, nah, it's like never ending drive, but for real, Aww. thank you so much for that. Like, I, I don't tell you enough. And like, I wish there was ways I could show you and tell you more, but like, I, I feel it. Oh, well, good. And and, it, and you're receiving it. So thank you for real. I, I really am grateful for you and all the of what I've been through lately. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. I was not expecting that. I, uh, I receive it. Oh, good. I love it. Um, So this week, I am thankful for greeting cards. Oh, for why? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know, but I love to just randomly like pop into like random stores and just browse. And this week there was this like cute, I take, I've started taking myself on like my weekly dates again. And like this week I popped into this cute little stationery store in the city and I found this company, which I love the name. Um, it's called Girl With Knife. Oh, okay. and uh, you know <laughs> they definitely drink somebody's blood oh, um just yeah. kidding but they make the cutest greeting cards and i will post some of them on our instagram i'd love to do some kind of collaboration with them just because the cards are just so freaking cute like just so unique and something like you've never seen in your life so oh. i'm just grateful for greeting cards like i love writing cards i know essie loves writing cards too um and i just appreciate people's creativity but this week i'm appreciative for girl with knife check out girlwithknife.com <laughs> not sponsored not yet oh, um, but yeah and i know before we end this episode me and essie wanted to give a very special birthday shout out to gabby our soon-to-be bride it was her birthday this past weekend gabby happy fucking birthday happy last birthday well yeah right her last single birthday yes this is her last birthday as a miss her last birthday is a miss and going forward that's it like she's gonna be a missus from now until forever she'll never be a miss again never never ever yeah no happy birthday sis um 
you know it yeah it's crazy to say that it was like as a miss like it's the last one as a miss but um yeah so happy birthday to her she's got a lot of a lot of things coming up so yes a lot of celebrations a lot yeah it's all like happening so yes yeah. um i know she had a great day um and hopefully we'll continue celebrating the birthday the shower the wedding it's just like a non-stop party you guys so it's happening. It's happening. Happy birthday, Gab. We love, love, love you. And we cannot wait to have you on for sure after your wedding and your honeymoon. Oh, yes. Yes. We got to recap everything. Yes, for sure. Essie, tell our chatters where they can find us. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, um, everywhere you could find um, any podcast, as well as Instagram at our Lunchbox Chats page, Facebook page, the Lunchbox Chats. And you guys, please, 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 on Spotify, I told you guys last time, there is this um, new thing where you can rate um, and uh, review us over there. Thank you for those of you who are doing it. We know who you are. We appreciate you. Um, And until next week, everybody. Bye.